Oh, golly. Thanks, Hillary. Thank you, Hillary. We, um, we're, you know, we're in, we're in critical elections. You know, they always say this is the most important election of our life. I think for the state level, for sure, because the states are going to be the ones that pull us through this won't be the federal government. Um, and you know, if we have wishy washy mealy mouth Republicans, it's going to suck. Um, and if we have, you know, blue, I mean, uh, you know, diehard blue state people running our states, it's going to suck. You know, it's, I've always, I don't <laughs> like the construction of, oh, every election is the yeah. most important election ever because it just doesn't feel, I don't know, authentic. But in one way, it really is, which is every single four years or six years or two years, whichever the cycle is, the government has more power than it did previously. So each election has more impact on your life yeah. than the one that, that happened before. That's a bad trend that we should really try to reverse. So there is a um, there is a primary going on now in uh, Idaho for who's going to be the next governor. And I wanted to have two of the candidates on today. We're going to start with a, a new guy first. And welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Pardon my voice today. I feel like I'm I'm speaking through broken glass right now. The allergy season here in Texas has just exploded. Um, and uh, and I'm honestly I'm here because I know it sucks to hear me like this. Um, but I'm here today because I really wanted to talk to the person that I have holding on the phone now. Um, we need we need state government to be taken by people with vision, people with principles and values, and somebody that we can trust. I want you to know, I am not going to endorse anybody, um, but I will fight for people to know the truth tooth and nail. Um, so there is a, a governor that I just met uh, recently. He's up in Idaho. We'll talk about that because uh, he got to go. There is a there's a couple of candidates that if you're in Idaho, you really need to pay attention to. One of them is known. One of them is not really well known. We talk to him in 60 seconds. So, you know, the biggest thing about inflation is it's not the price of goods and services rising. It is the value of your dollar going down. 
And, and that's why you want to buy assets. Assets like food, even. Buy it today and it'll be worth more uh, than what you can buy it for later. The same is gold. Gold and silver, precious metals are so important. They are the hedge against inflation. And it has been that way for how many years? How many, you know, just cycles of human life? It goes back forever. And if you want to find something that's foundational to not only the country, but the way we interact together as human beings going back centuries, gold is the way to do it. And, you know, there's a lot of paper gold products out there. Don't do it. Yeah. You, Don't do it. Uh, you know, you want to have something that you, that's physical that you can put in your hand and cannot be controlled by the same forces you're trying to push back against. Uh, that's gold, and it's uh, Goldline. Of course, you can call Goldline today and find out about their specials on graded $5 gold Indian head coins. You may be eligible for free platinum, but you'll have to call to find out how to qualify. It's got to call them at 866-GOLDLINE, right? Yeah, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. So, do you know who uh, Brad Little is? Pat, you? Isn't he the governor of Idaho that you just went up to see? Right. Yeah, and yeah, you were going to talk up. to him about ESG. Yeah, so I went up and talked to him. This is the kind of politician that we just mm. don't need. In my opinion, Idaho, you do mm. what you do. Um, but I went up and, and spoke to him. And he said, you know, last night, I didn't even know what ESG is. <laughs> and uh, I said, oh. That's a good start. Good start. Yeah. And so I expected him to, you know, be eager to listen and learn. He said, but I called a, I called an old banking buddy of mine, and he brought me up to speed. So I got it. And I'm thinking, oh, oh. okay. Mm. Well, it took me two years to research it, but you but got he it. had it but you just got in it. one phone call. You That's got great it to a to a banking buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet I'll bet he understood mm. how bad it is too from that banking yeah, buddy. Yeah, sure. So um, I've been looking and I'm very concerned about all of the races, especially the races closest to you. That's why we have had people on for school boards, um, you know, just to make the point. You have to pay attention. These races at home matter maybe more than the federal government. Our states have got to stand. So. <clears throat> After meeting the, the the Republican governor who is running now uh, there in Idaho, uh, I thought eh, maybe we should talk to some other people. So Ed Humphreys is one of those guys. Now, he is not real well known in Idaho. He is the youngest uh, gubernatorial candidate in the country. I think he's he's 30 and their primary is May 17th. One thing I found out that I that made me say, I think I want to talk about this. Uh, talk to this guy. Um, he did his thesis on modern monetary theory. Mm. So here's a guy who maybe the governor could have called uh, and probably would have given him a better idea. Ed Humphreys, welcome to the program. Glenn, thank you for having me on. And and probably part of the reason the governor wouldn't call me to get my input is because I'm not a, a corporate lobbyist. Uh, you know, these career politicians, they rely so heavily on these special interest groups to provide them with data that they use to make decisions with. And, and the governor here in Idaho, uh, my critique of him would be he, he believes all the data that these lobbyists, that that these uh, banking special interest groups provide him, he thinks it, he thinks it's as true as day, 
And I think we need people in the Capitol asking a lot more questions. But I, I, I'll take issue with one thing you said, Glenn. Uh, you said uh, not well known. I, I, I will remind you, I came into contact with you because of everyday Idahoans you know that are connected with you. I never got connected uh, with you through a media group or anything No, that's else. true. And, no, you, you yeah. in, in least in my county, uh, there were a lot of people that knew you. And I also was... I think I was with Chuck Norris um, and a friend came up and from Idaho and said, hey, have you heard about this guy? And I said, yeah, so somebody else was talking to me. So you are making uh, you are making waves, um, but you're not a politician. No, I, and the reason why this race is so interesting, I think you you uh, mentioned it, called it perfectly. I mean, I'm the youngest gubernatorial candidate in America today, and think of that, to have a constitutional conservative be the youngest candidate in, in America making waves, it's a really powerful dichotomy when you consider the fact that we have Joe Biden, who can't make it up a flight of stairs, for crying out loud, let alone even uh, be on a live program without somebody there to protect him from tripping over his own feet. Uh, and now we have ruby red states. Well, once I'll say ruby red states like Idaho putting up a new generation to bring this fight forward. And, and we have to do that, Glenn. I mean, this uh, ESG and this global socialist push coming out of groups like the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. I mean, I'm waiting for that guy. He's like a, a supervillain from every Indiana Jones flick I've ever seen. I'm waiting for him to don his, his armband any second now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so tell me why you would be qualified for to be the governor of a state like uh, Idaho, which is very diverse. You've got people moving into the uh, capital that are from California, very, very liberal. And then you have people who are farmers and they don't, you know, you don't have the population when you have, a, you know, big farms. And those people feel left out about a lot of stuff. How are you going to bridge that and what what makes you different? Well, I'm a blue-collar guy at heart. I used to drill for oil as a roughneck on drilling rigs. Uh, I'm one of the few people you'll meet who never finished the eighth grade. Later in life, went on to get a master's in finance. So I'm, I'm a financial advisor by trade, but... I would say in politics, if you want the truth, you, you have to follow the money. And that's what I've done. And when you follow the money, you figure out very quickly what's going on. And when we change the way that we fund government, we will change the government itself. I think it's very powerful to have a finance guy at the, at the top of the ticket, uh, particularly in a state like Idaho, where the governor has immense authority over the budget and the ways in which all the agencies and state government are run, we're going to make changes to the way that we fund government. The biggest thing of all, and this is what's happening in states across this country, and Ron DeSantis understands it better than anybody, uh, we are funding our own destruction. Our, we pay our tax dollars, and, the, and then our elected officials, Republican and Democrat alike, Republicans are the worst with this, though. This is how we lost Colorado. They then turn that money over, our tax dollars, to private organizations that promote anti-American causes. And Idaho's doing that. We are rapidly losing uh, our heritage, our identity. This state, I consider it to be one of the last 
uh, foxholes for the American dream in uh, today in this country. We need bold fighters who are going to stand up, who are going to follow the money, get to the bottom of things, reveal it for what it is, and make big changes. And my plan does just that. So how are you going to bridge, <clears throat> excuse me, how are you going to bridge the gap between people who are fed up with the government, don't really trust the government, um, and, um, and want to throw all the bums out? How are you going to bridge the gap between that and the normal people that say, I'm sick of this as well, but... I want to make sure that we're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. There are a lot of good Republicans. I'm sure there's some good Democrats. I don't I, I only leave them out because I don't know them. Um, but I know there's some good Republicans there that want to fight the system, but not destroy the system. How do you bridge that gap? So you've got a coalition of people that can work together. We have to have a bold vision to rally around, and that's what's been missing for some time. Uh, I, my vision is one that inspires people, and because what we're doing is we're taking power from these subject matter experts, these corporate experts, these government experts that want to make decisions for us in our lives, and we're giving it to people so that they can reach for the heights of their own potential. And uh, school choice is a powerful way where you can uh, disrupt that institution education, but people can rally around these ideas because they're ready for something new. And it doesn't mean we throw the baby out with, with the bathwater. There's a lot of folks that would like to see something revolutionary in America today, something innovative and unique. Uh, and that is what I, I've set out to do. But more important than anything else, if you want to bring positive change you have to create a movement. You have to create a mandate. And when you, uh, when you talk about bridging the gap, nothing does that better than connecting with people. So I travel this state, the whole state, once every three to four weeks, and i connecting with everyday Idahoans and building those relationships and hearing what, what they're dealing with and what keeps them up at night. Those kind of relationships I find more valuable than with, well, uh, you know, corporate America through through their lobbies and, and the like. So, yeah, so, I'm not going to get along with everyone, Glenn, because, well, I, I'm, I'm a disruptor. So tell me what the vision is. What are the people in Idaho mostly concerned about? And what is your vision? The biggest thing that's happening in this state right now, we have a system of government, uh, an old uh, idea that has existed in the Republican Party for too long, where the government exists to benefit the politically connected. That's what we got to turn around. I'll give you a perfect example of this. But think of this. This is Idaho. Our Republican governor uh, uh, just cut a $50 million tax deal to give tax breaks to Facebook. So that they would build a facility here and, and, you know, we're all supposed to clap because it's going to create a hundred new jobs. And I imagine they'll, they'll find, you know, uh, they'll bring here to Idaho a hundred, uh, you know, Berkeley uh, educated leftists, which uh, will just make our problems even worse. That kind of thinking is what has to be expunged. And, and Idahoans, particularly when we're dealing with an ag state, uh, we deal with drought. And now we have this 
server farm, Facebook's bringing in 170 million gallons of water a year. People see that and it bothers them. But uh, more than that, it's a bigger story about what what these multinational corporations, how they're exercising their complete domination over our lives, over the government. And that is exactly the fight that I want to bring to the forefront. We need to have an environment that is business friendly to small and medium sized businesses and entrepreneurs. But when it comes to these multinational corporations that cut deals with, you know, Chinese Communist Party owned uh, companies in other parts of the world to get their capital and bring those insane policies into America, we got to have governors all across this country that call it for what it is and have a plan to tackle those problems. And so when it comes to these corporations in Idaho, the governor is empowered to investigate any corporation in the state of Idaho. So since Facebook decided to move a facility here, Glenn, I tell you, we're going to have some fun. We're going to get to the truth. I would, if I were elected governor, I would investigate Facebook for their shadow banning uh, for uh, defrauding advertisers about impressions and reach and the like. Uh, let's let's let the truth have its day. Uh, <clears throat> last question. How's your soul? How's my soul? <laughs> probably the probably the most important question. Uh, I, uh, you know, one of the books uh, that you wrote, Glenn, that uh, that I've read and I really enjoyed was being George Washington. And uh, one of the things that uh, I, I've learned is, you know, strength rejoices in the challenge. And this is a time where nothing seems real in the world anymore. Everything's manufactured. It's all engineered. And it's really on my heart to disrupt that. Uh, you know, my, my family, they lived under, they fled from communism in Eastern Europe and came to this, this country so they could make decisions for themselves. And I'm watching as America starts to adopt those same ideas that destroyed countless countries across the world. What, uh, I, I guess what's on my heart, what I would describe is I want to win that fight. That's why I'm here today. That's why I'm taking on the political machine. And because I come armed with the truth, they try to silence me. Even, even here in this state, the, the sitting governor and the sitting lieutenant governor, who are my opponents in this race, they have for the first time since debates uh, have ever been, been hosted in the state, for the first time they have refused to debate me. Think of that. There's not going to be debates in Idaho this year because they don't want to have these tough conversations. That okay. is a dangerous precedent. Ed Humphreys, you can uh, find his website, edforidaho.com. If he sounds like your guy, you've got to find somebody that you think is going to do the right thing for your family and your state. This is the firewall. Um, if you consider Ed, find out more about him, edforidaho.com. Ed, thank you very much. Uh, by the way, thank we're going to talk to the uh, current lieutenant governor who's also running. He just spoke about. We'll talk to her in just a few minutes. Tuttle Twins Books. Um, there is a new book out called The Creature from Jekyll Island. And this is from the Tuttle Twins. This was actually this is actually based on the book by G. Edward Griffin. Yeah, you've done a bunch of specials over the years on that. We've book. had him on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did talk we've to had him on. Yeah, uh, it's, and a, it's, it's about the Fed uh, and yeah. the foundation and formation of the Fed. Uh, and the Tuttle Twin books are great uh, overall. My daughter 
you know, I don't know, having your daughter, who's my daughter's nine, ask me to read her a book about the Fed Federal Reserve is not something you expect to experience in your life. <laughs> yeah. uh, but she does. She asks really? me to read her these books that you know, there's one about the very famous essay, I Pencil. I love there's that. one about, uh, you know, which is, again, basically the praising how capitalism and markets mm. work. And these are things that, you know, would be difficult for you to talk to your kids about without uh, these impossible. Books. Yeah, impossible. I think without yeah. these books. Um, the Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island explain inflation, explains how the Fed works, explains how the Fed should not be in our lives, quite honestly. And you can get it for free. I think this is so crucial for families right now so you can prepare and batten down the hatches for the inflation that is coming. Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. It is free. Just pay for shipping while supplies last at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. So we are in Utah, uh, Idaho hour here on the Glenn Beck program. Well, it's Idaho it's segment. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're going to be talking to you know her as well. Uh, coming up in uh, the, the lieutenant governor here in just a couple of minutes. You think, and this is one of the things that I think people focus on a lot when we get to primary season, which is it's not just about the state remaining red or having a red seat. Like we have a, uh, one of our senators here in, in Texas is one of the worst has John one of the Cornyn, he's Cornyn horrible has one of the worst voting records uh, of mm. any conservative uh for, and he started out so great he started out well but you know that was 22 years ago yeah uh things have changed that's what happens when you're in dc all those years mm-hmm. that's why we need term limits yes for, first of all term limits but when you have an opportunity to select which republican is going to be in office mm. in a red state you should select mm. wisely the good one it's really a good one. So the the current lieutenant governor, she's running for governor now. She's the one, if I might remind you, that when the governor left the state, she said, no more of this mask mandate stuff. Remember, she right, reversed. She, mm, yeah, she had a, at least there was a quite a controversy about this move, mm. but she basically said, you know, because he was out uh, out of the state, she was, you know, temporarily running the state. Typically, you don't have major policy changes in those periods, but she thought it was really important. <laughs> and certainly the people of Idaho agreed, mm. right? I mean, that was a, you know, a strange way to go through the pandemic uh, in a state like Idaho. I mean, it's just, just shocking. Not consistent with, with I think, what the people want. Yeah, I think the, uh, the governor who is running for re-election, uh, I, I think he is, I think he's, I don't think he's going to win the primary. And he's not a favorite of yours. No. Is he doesn't, no. doesn't seem but to be. But I don't I, live in Idaho, so right. I don't have a say. The right. people in Idaho do. Mm-hmm. We just want to make you aware of some of the options and point you in your state to pay attention. The Glenn Beck Program. So let me tell you about my pillow. My pillow is great, and their their Giza Dream Sheets are sixty percent off right now. Yeah, they're fantastic. These are sheets that we we use, and they are so comfortable. There is that moment when you get into bed, and you just feel that incredible like relief of the day, like all the whatever stress you had during the day. You get get into the bed with those really comfortable sheets. If you have these sheets from My Pillow, you know what I'm talking about. It feels totally different. It's a different experience. It is it is letting all of the weight of the day go away. 
and they're not like a zillion dollars. They're like no. really reasonably priced. And right now they're sixty percent off. Jeez. They come in as low as thirty nine ninety nine. If you've ever bought good sheets, you can't buy them at that price. These are great sheets. These aren't just good; they're great. And don't take my word for it. There's a sixty day money back guarantee. So if you don't think they're the greatest sheets you've slept on, I do. If you don't, send them back. Get your money back. MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code BECK and save. Also, you can call them at 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Or look for the great radio specials at MyPillow.com. Subscribe to Blaze TV at BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Get your dose every day of Pat Gray Unleashed. This is the Glenn Beck program. I wanted to bring on the um, lieutenant governor of Idaho. She is the um, gubernatorial candidate. You might remember she is the one that uh, when the governor left the state, she was like, yeah, we're not doing any of that stuff uh, for COVID, uh, which I cheered personally. Um, Janice McGeehan is her name, and uh, you can follow her at JaniceForIdaho.com. These are really important in every state, you must pay attention. Um, my opinion, Brad Little, the governor of Idaho, who's running again, is absolutely a waste of a chair. Um, he, just <laughs> not a, not a Republican. Uh, and I, I thought he was um, very out of touch when I met him. But that's just me. And I'm not a resident of Idaho. Uh, the lieutenant governor is here. Uh, to talk a little bit about her campaign. Janice, welcome. Good morning, Glenn. Thank you so much for inviting me to join your show this morning. I truly appreciate all that you do for conservative movement in America. Thank you very much. I would like to start the... uh, uh, the the interview with um, your opinion on on if you think that Brian Stelter from CNN actually grew in a potato farm there in Idaho, but I don't want to start off with nastiness, so we'll move on. Um, yes. Janice, tell us, tell us, tell us your vision and why you should be the candidate for um, governor. Well, Glenn, I I'm concerned in the last two years the decisions that are that our current governor, Mister Little has made and and you mentioned some of his actions and really his lack of action to protect the freedoms and liberties of the individual a lack of standing firm for the sovereignty of our state and giving away our traditional conservative values all in the name of of compromise and and just bringing more money into our state as i've traveled across Idaho for the past year, I have listened to the people of Idaho and they have the people of Idaho have a strong voice, very conservative voice in Idaho. And we have Mr. Little that is not listening to the people. He has failed the people. He's not stood behind President Trump in the 2020 election. And that is um, why I have received the endorsement of, of Donald Trump in this campaign, because I stand for election integrity and fighting for forensic audits in Idaho and in America. 
what we saw in 2020. We've learned a lot. and We need to make sure that that some of those Ill, Ill, election irregularities never happen again. And our governor, Mr. Little, with his small ideas of giving, um, we have this $2 billion surplus in our state and just a small amount of tax return to the citizens of Idaho, rather than taking that that amount of excess revenues, which means we're overtaxed, giving that money back to the hardworking citizens of Idaho in the form of lowered um, sales tax, removing sales tax on food, reducing our, our gas tax and our property tax. Um, Mr. Little used that money instead to grow government programs and government funding over 20% increase in our state budget programs this, this year. So we're talking to the Lieutenant Governor of, uh, of Idaho. Pardon me for my voice, um, uh, Lieutenant Governor. But um, um, when you look at your state, you have a lot of people who are farmers, ranchers, you have a lifestyle in Idaho, and it's being challenged by newcomers and businesses. How do you balance these two so you don't lose the essence of Idaho? I think the way that we balance this is um, we have a we create a fair a fair um, playing field for all. We have a lot of people that are moving into Idaho from other states. These, states that have gone radical and um, moving to Idaho because they've lost the states have they've you know they've lost their freedoms in these other states and they're coming to Idaho and some of the people that are most engaged in protecting our traditional conservative way of life here in Idaho are those individuals that are coming here but at the same time Glenn we have businesses that are being enticed and um, Mr. Little and the leadership giving away special tax incentives to these corporations like Facebook. They gave a, a special tax incentive to Facebook to relocate outside of a, uh, you know, a community in Cuna, Idaho, munching up our, our, our agricultural farmland making more demands on the water and the resources in our state. So what, that's what I'm talking about is we need to have a level playing ground where we do not have this corruption and this cronyism that if you come in and wave a big check in front of the politicians nose, they're going to give you a special incentive to come to this state. It needs to be a, a level playing ground where all of our businesses, if we're going to, we need to reduce the tax burden and the regulation on our businesses, all of them, 90% or more of all the jobs created in Idaho are created by small business community. And we need to do more to support the small business community and not just give, uh, give uh, away all of our resources and our tax tax revenues to these special interests so coming in. You, I'm sure you're aware I was up uh, talking to your governor about ESG <clears throat> and yes. and all of the Republicans were on board and then the big banks came in and started um, doing I think there were I can't remember exactly I don't want to give the wrong number but there were a lot of uh, a bank lobbyists big bank lobbyists um, and that was shot down and if your state, I mean, all kinds of states now are are enacting, I think Arizona just did another one 
where if you are using ESG and you're going after gun sellers or anything else, you're breaking the law. Um, we couldn't get any movement um, in Idaho on this. The special interest seems locked up. How can we trust that you are going to be somebody that would break that up? Well, because of my the example that I've given in the past, of the past two years, my willingness to stand up against the establishment, speak out against the governor, and, and I've been criticized for that because people don't expect that from mm. the lieutenant governor, uh, um, you know, working against the, the current governor. But as I've explained to the people of Idaho and here in Idaho, the governor and the lieutenant governor are separately elected constitutional offices. We, we do not run as a team like mm. some states do. And so when I swore my oath, to the um, law and to the Constitution of Idaho, I, that's that's who I that's where I follow, and I do not subscribe my allegiance to the governor. And when he speaks, when he steps out of line and violates our Constitution and our laws and the rights of the individual, that's what people in Idaho can count on me that I will am always willing to stand in their defense and stand in the gap. That's the kind of leadership that we need in Idaho. That's the kind of leadership we, we need to see more of throughout America. So I have to have to ask you one question, and this is um, a tough question, but it is also personally driven to some degree. I'm from the Seattle area. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I've always wanted to go home and live in the Pacific Northwest. My wife is like, you're not moving me there to that rain. Um, and the entire West Coast has just fallen off the map. It's crazy. Um, and so Idaho is the Pacific Northwest, and it's great, but it has always had a reputation of small pockets of white nationalists and crazies. Um, every state has them. Um, I shouldn't say that. Um, many states have them. Uh, and you you were um, you gave a recorded speech um, at a um, first political action conference. It's founded by Nick Fuentes. You said you didn't know who that was, etc. Um, I find that hard to believe because I I mean, I give speeches all the time and I never my staff does this. How did you overlook that? And. I'm, I'm only asking because I have property in Idaho and I'm counting on Idaho to come through and I don't want any white supremacist group to have any oxygen at all from the state leadership. And I and I agree and that I, I believe that same thing. And I personally have no acquaintance or friends with with those people. I believe that we are all created in God's image. We are all equal um, with the rights of life, liberty, and um, these are inalienable rights of us as citizens. So I completely am in agreement with you on that. What happened with that conference, I was asked, and and it's an honest, true statement when I made, when I said I do not, I do not know who that person is. I, I did not know anything about him at the time, but the person who invited me to submit a video, it was Michelle Malkin, 
and she invited me to submit this pre-recorded video to the conference that they had. The conference is made up a lot of conservatives from all over the country, and they are interested in America first policies, the policies of, of Donald Trump securing our border, um, be- believing in the fact that America is based on Judeo-Christian values. So um, that's what happened, and I have um, made that statement over and over yeah. again. That's, that's who I am. <clears throat> that's, that's what I believe. Asked and answered. Thank you very much. Um, um, I wish you the best. How can people get involved? I guess they just go to your website, which is JaniceForIdaho.com. Yes. Yep. And uh, w- there's lots of ways to still get involved. We're targeting neighborhoods where we're, we've recognized all of the Trump supporters throughout Idaho. We've, we're knocking on doors, making calls, thousands and thousands of those um, outreach being made and um, getting still getting around the state, lots of events, just going and talking. The primary is May 17th. Does, does Brad little actually have a chance of winning this? Well, it's not easy to go against an incumbent, um, but I'm the front runner in the race to, to be successful against him. And if we unite as conservatives, there is a path to victory. We need to get people to the polls because there is an effort by Democrats and establishment Republicans yes. to Democrats to cross over. So we get people to the polls. That's how we win. Well, I will tell you this, that uh, you're exactly right. When push comes to shove, um, we have to unite uh, and win because I don't think any state will survive if you don't have constitutionalists that are not connected to the graft and everything else, um, we don't survive. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Lieutenant Governor. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. God bless. Um, Our sponsor this half hour is LifeLock. LifeLock is taking on a pretty high importance right now as you look at the world and where it stands. You know, the cyber attacks are going crazy. People's identity uh as being stolen all the time and if you don't lock this stuff down you are not taking care of your financial future you have to do this and that is why life lock exists that make it easy i would say like you know if you had to do this stuff yourself you'd never get it done <laughs> you just a lot just some cyber criminal will be taking your identity every five minutes i tell you it, i mean honestly on most of this stuff if i'm driving in my car I think every day. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah. And then I don't. Oh, I, my, I have a to-do list that is 10 pages long yeah. of things that I should have done already. <laughs> and at least right. many of the things on that to-do list, on my to-do list, mm-hmm. some of them are like 10 years old. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the people involved in them are dead. Yeah. They've long passed away and I'm <laughs> yeah. still, they're still on the list. Got to call them soon. Um, but uh, with LifeLock, you can get it done all in one place and it can take care of this problem for you. All right. Uh, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is there, and I think they're the best in the business. Join now. Save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
It's Stu and Pat for Glenn here for the last couple of minutes as Glenn, his war hero uh, efforts today to get through mm. the sore throat were pretty impressive. I'm sure he gave it to both of us, and so we're not going to like him tomorrow, but today, pretty impressive well, effort. He's claiming allergies. Yeah, I don't believe it. You I don't never, believe it? I don't believe it. I mean, yeah. he, he, the guys, I've never met a person with more health problems than Glenn Beck. It's got to be something, something contagious, something that's going to kill us. Yeah, probably. He, right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, we, are, of course, spent a good chunk of the day today mourning the loss of CNN+. Plus. It was difficult. It was, it was tough to get through the show, really. It really was. You know, it's yeah. the first thing I, I thought of when I woke up at 2.30 this morning, and I wept. Mm. I wept openly. You know, I, uh, a lot of people put the, uh, the flag of Ukraine in their Twitter bios. I'm going to put uh, CNN Plus in mine, in memory. Wow, wow that's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> we, actually did, we did create a Stu Plus logo. I saw that. You we saw showed that? it on, oh, you did? on my show this oh, morning. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, yeah. You could go to uh, studosmerch.com, get a mug. With uh-huh. the Stu Plus the logo. Stu Plus. We're, we're launching StuDoesAmericaPlus.com. Already um, it's yeah. lasted mo- longer than CNN Plus did. <laughs> it's so got a, pretty good. I will tell you, <laughs> we will make sure at the very least it lasts one day longer than CNN Plus does. <laughs> you have to. Uh, just for that, because I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, it, it really is amazing. And probably the single worst media failure of all time, Pat? Yeah, I think so. Fair? I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's joyful to behold. <laughs> because the people there are so reprehensible well, that the, we're going the, to represent uh, CNN Plus. Like Brian Stelter. We need more Brian Stelter. Nobody wants as much as we have right now. I think America has decided on that when the market yeah. has decided on that. I mean, yes. it sucks because there are people who are running cameras and have nothing to do with this. They're just, they're, and they're they got screwed, really. I mean, yeah. they, they got invited over to this place to work that was supposed to be a billion dollar <laughs> venture and it can't last. It's not even there weeks. anymore. I mean, that sucks for them. And I, you know, yeah, but sad. The, 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 the people who are putting the crap on the air and the people deciding about that uh, and performing it, mm-hmm. it's hard to feel bad. It's hard to feel bad for them, honestly. (laughs) It is. This is the Glenn Beck Program.